Hey guys, welcome back to Alex's radio show. I'm Matt Crawford, as many of you probably remember, and today is a cold, wintry day. Alex? Huh? I knew it was a mistake to bring back those medical textbooks for you to look well, at. <clears throat> you really shouldn't keep looking at those photos of gangrene. I don't see why not, right? Even if I didn't have the books, I could just look at my arm and see the exact same goddamn thing. Yeah, there's really no salvaging it. Don't. <sighs> okay, well, I'm going to just keep doing the found recordings, and you join in if you're feeling up to it. All right, bro? Okay, well, the last episode of Sarah's Found Recordings we listened to was a little heavy. And I don't like to talk about this stuff, but it was a pretty frequent occurrence at one point. Probably more now. The infection behaved differently in different people, and I saw some of those changes. Like I mentioned before, it was a similar situation that Sarah discussed about the deceased person coming back to life and attacking someone that ultimately got me to lose my partner in paramedics. That recording was difficult to listen to for me because it brought back some, some really rough memories. And I've been trying to avoid talking about a lot of my time outside because, yeah, like Alex said, maybe I'm a bit traumatized. But in my line of work, you don't just take sick leave because you're having a bit of post-traumatic stress. You pull up your socks, you toughen up, and you get back to it. So, I don't know. Maybe that's why so many people in healthcare have issues with drinking or drugs or divorce or whatever. But maybe if Alex is feeling up to it, we can keep listening to these recordings and it'll get him over his little hump of feeling sorry for himself too. What do you say? You know I'm going to break this thing if I keep poking at it by myself. Fine. See, you have to connect these two cables before you push the red button. <coughs> Otherwise, it won't play the tape. You're only holding one cable. Oh, uh, sorry. My eyes are kind of blurry every now and again. Here, did you mean this other cable? Huh, thanks. It was just a little tucked away. Easy mistake to make, dude. I barely saw it myself. <laughs> anyway, you need to connect these two cables, and that way the interface will let you play the recordings from the portable... Uh, the portable... Um, Portable recorder? Yeah. Ah. Uh, that's what I said. Yes. Here. Sorry, I always forget that part with the cables. Hey, Alex, did you... Have you thought any more about your arm? I know you don't want to hear it, but it's the infection that's making you feel so terrible. We can't get source control without antibiotics. I really... He's putting on a show right now for the audience. What? What audience? We're alone in this the building. The radio audience. Whenever we're on the air, you always sound like this. Calm, mild-mannered, but that's not the way you are when we're not live on air. I'm not sure what you're talking oh, about. Oh, come on. Do you mean during that time we talked about, about how I lost my partner? <clears throat> Alex, it's hard to talk about. David was a good friend of mine. And yeah, I know sometimes I'm a little heated, but I don't know. Maybe you're right. Huh? Maybe I am traumatized. And if this was normal times rather than the end of the world or whatever's going on, maybe I'd just go to a bar, get drunk or high or something, but that's not really possible anymore. So I'm holding things in, and it sucks. But Alex, I'm trying my best to help you. I brought you those medical books so you could read for yourself the risks you're taking with each passing hour that we don't get source control. Source control? You sound so sterile, so professional. We're not talking about cleaning a dirty bathroom. We're talking about my arm, Matt. 
We're talking about hacking off a major part of my body with a heavy-duty paper cutter. It's the only shot you've got to try to live through this, man. You think I want to amputate your arm? Paramedics don't amputate things. I don't have any training in this. Oh, great. So you want to cut off my arm and, and you don't even know what you're doing. Well, that makes me much more comfortable with the idea. Thank you for sharing that piece of information. Look, Alex, I'm not going to force you to do anything. I'm just telling you that in my medical opinion, you're a dead man walking if you don't amputate that arm. It's already dead. You can't even move your fingers anymore. It's visibly rotting, and the longer we wait, the more likely the infection is going to spread to everywhere else. I'm scared. Else. Okay? I know. These are crazy times, and none of us left alive ever thought we would have to be making these sorts of decisions. But things are different. Things are different. We are literally living in a nightmare. And some of that nightmare is because your brain is being impacted by the infection from the dirty stab wound in your arm. We can't change the world and everything falling apart, but we can make the best choices for self-preservation. And for you, that means... I get it. Alex, I need you to trust me. I honestly don't know if I can do that. That I need you to face reality, regardless of how you feel about me. I'm not certain I understand the difference. Well, it's totally huh. reasonable that you don't trust me. You don't know me, and you haven't been in the best state of mind. Mm. You're in pain. You're dealing with sepsis that is probably rapidly worsening because we're out of antibiotics. And regardless of the fact that I'm only trying to help you, it's hard to think rationally when you're falling apart. Huh. But I need you to face facts. And the facts are that if you don't remove that arm, you're going to die. And the disease in your arm is going to be what kills you. And you're a smart dude. I know you know that, even though it's really hard to accept. So, regardless of who does it, you have to cut off your arm so that you can have even a small chance to live. And if you don't trust me, you're going to have to do it yourself. Mm. I'm going to play Sarah's tape, okay? You, you just think on everything, and if you want me to leave, I will. Fine. So, I connect the two cables and I push the big red button. Hello? 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 Is there anybody out? Is there anybody here? What is... What is that sound? Okay, oh, okay. So there's a red light on the wall um and it's attached to i should be i should be checking is there anybody here just wandering around in a towel sure why not i don't see okay i don't see anybody any nobody in the spare room okay so sound still going off all right Nobody's here, so at least that's good. And then we're back to this contraption on the wall. So it's a speaker, it's white, it's got, um, okay, there's little words on it. It says, do not paint fire alarm device. Okay, so it's a fire alarm, so there's a fire. All right, piecing things together. There's a fire in the building. Let's just see, okay, so I'm, I'm at the front door, leads out into the hallway, and I'm just, there's a peephole, it's like an eight millimeter hole, 
I'm just trying to see through it and it's pretty much any time I've ever looked through this peephole there's zero things happening because I'm the only one on this floor but it looks like there's a bunch of people and they're just slowly wandering around it looks like they've came they've come out of the other rooms but they don't look normal they look sick they look infected gray infected ones they're you could can you hear this they're like trying to get in trying to oh my god nope 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 we're gonna go okay so i don't know how long the door is gonna hold we're just gonna go onto the balcony and we're gonna get out here come on dog come on okay and um Furniture next to the door. Okay, um, not very strong, but okay. Oh my, uh, I don't know if you remember, but uh, I had said that during the heat dome, we had or I had put the blackout curtains um, over some of the windows. So we're gonna hide behind the windows that have blackout curtains. It's okay. Just stay quiet. So I guess we're gonna stay out here and try and be as quiet as humanly possible and either the infected are gonna get in and they're going to find me and probably murder me or rip me apart or maybe a fire department people are gonna come I don't know I'm just Wow. Yeah. I... I think I'd rather be Sarah. I'm not sure I understand. <sighs> listening to these found recordings, listening to your stories about life in the pandemic, <coughs> feels like the only options are to uh, preemptively accept that this isn't the world we grew up in and use that knowledge to prepare for the worst, knowing what's outside, what's out there, the, the world. It's terrifying and and horrifying and filled with attacks and, and death and Alex you're not making a lot of sense right now let me finish okay please finish I'll try to keep up with your I would rather be prepared for the future than lost to the nothingness and unknown that awaits I'm sorry I I guess what I'm saying is I 
I would rather amputate my arm and live than turn into a wandering, mindless creature without hopes or dreams and thoughts of his own. I, I want to live. Or at least try. I think that that is incredibly mature and wise, and I want you to know that I support you. All right, so so what do we do? How can I... I just don't want to lose my nerve, and I think we should do this now. So, so what's the plan? Surely you have a plan. Well, when amputating to obtain source control, we need to remove all visible trace of the infection. It's pretty clear how far the infection has spread in your arm. The fingers are a darkened husk, which seems more dry gangrene. I haven't been able to move or, or feel my fingers in a while now. Right. They are dead tissue at this point. And after that, we get the swelling and the oozing and the... Oh, Sorry, I know it's probably painful if I touch it. But that means this part here is still alive. So I think we should disarticulate about an inch or two above this point. And it's going to hurt? Yeah, it's going to be rough. But we'll tie a tourniquet extremely tightly above it. That'll reduce the bleeding and maybe, maybe your arm will go a little numb and it won't be so bad. We'll clean everything with the chlorhexidine first. We'll use the heavy blade of the paper cutter and make a clean cut. And then we'll cauterize it. We can use the hot plate. Cauterize? You mean burn? Oh, I'm going to be sick. We don't have to do this. But really, I I don't have a choice because I let this injury, this infection, go on for so long. But what is it? I still don't trust you. Even after everything I've done for you? I don't. I really don't. So you want me to do it then? There's no way I'll be able to cut through my own arm without losing consciousness. You want me to basically guarantee myself that I'll be traumatized for the rest of my life by hacking off a rotting arm from a man who doesn't even believe I'm human? I don't know. I don't want any of this. But yeah. I'd appreciate if you could do the deed, so to speak. I can't believe how selfish you are. You want me to sacrifice my own mental health for your benefit, and you don't even have the goddamn gall to consider me your equal? Or even another human being? Well, if you're a monster, then this should be right up your alley. <laughs> it's it's kind of your job, though, isn't it? Your healthcare worker. This is This is what you do. So that's how it is. My job is all I am. Hey! I'm the one losing my fucking arm! Where do you get off trying to make this about you? I am sorry. If my fear of having my dominant arm violently removed by someone who clearly couldn't make it into medical school and, and hasn't even done an amputation before this is my only goddamn choice. Okay? The least you can do is your job. If that's even a job you had before all this. You know what? Fine. Fine. I took an oath to help people. And though you make it really goddamn difficult, I'm not going to simply not help someone in need because they're being a complete asshole to me. Thank you. All right, can we please do this? I want to live. I want to get out of this building for once in my life. Whatever little bit of life I have left. And nuts to whatever happens to me, oh, right? stop being such a baby. Fine. What are you doing? Heat sterilizes the blade. Oh. Oh, that makes sense. Are you ready? Wait, just let me... 
Now Actually, or never, right? No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Hold still. Stay still. I said hold still. Stop, stop, stop. What are you talking about? Oh my god. Oh my god. If there's anyone out there, anyone, someone, please help me. I just come to and my arm, my arm is gone. There's so much blood everywhere. And, 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 and Alex, calm down. Shut up. You're gonna make the bleeding Shut worse. Shut up, you monster. This- Alex- This freak! What the hell are you saying? I awoke to him rubbing my- My disarticulated arm on his face. And- And he was lapping up the blood like a cat. With a saucer of milk. None of that happened. Shut up. Alex, put Shut that up. down. It's still hot. Get away hot. from me. Get out of here. You're sick. You're, you're one of them. I knew it. I knew it. He's gone. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Someone. Any, anyone, please. There's gotta be someone listening. My suspicions were correct this entire time. Matt... Matt was infected. Like the ones we spoke about before. He, he was... He was using me this whole time for his own sick, perverted pleasure. Alex, man, I need you to open the door right now. Get out of here, you! I don't you, know what you thought you, you saw, but none of that happened. I wasn't... I wasn't eating your disgusting broken arm. You're a liar! Alex, please! There's so many undead out here. They're... They're everywhere, and... And they smell your blood on my clothes. Good! I hope they rip you apart like you did to me! What are you talking about? You made me remove your arm. You made me do that. So that we could save your own life because you weren't man enough to do it yourself. You're psychotic! I'm psychotic? I just saved your life! And now you're, what? Locking me out here to be ripped apart by whatever these things are? Alex, they're getting closer! Good! Go be with your own kind, you... You parasite! I swear to God I am not infected. Please, man, please! If I was infected, why would these things be coming after me to get me? How the hell should I know? I... Alex, I, please! Matt is outside the fish. I, I, I can see his distorted figure. I need you to listen to me. But he can't see me. I need me. you There's... to understand. This entire time, I was doing nothing but trying to help There's you. There's dozens of gray, discolored, human-like creatures approaching. All I wanted to do was help you get better so that I could get rid of this his, guilt his, his, that's been killing me ever since David died. His banging on the door is making them crazy. It should have been me. They're, I've wanted nothing more than to save you to make up for the fact that I couldn't save my partner. You've got to believe me. I, I can't even see straight. I, I'm not I, infected. I'm, so, oh, I'm so just warm. a person. I'm a person that you are sentencing to die. Just leave, Matt. Get out of here. You're Just leaving run. me to die out here. Run. There's no time. There... No. Get away from me. Get away from me. Oh, my God. Alex, please. If you don't believe me, just look at my journal, my medical log. It's right by all my stuff. Every day I've made notes. You know I've been trying to find a cure. I swear to you, if I was infected, why would I keep writing these notes? Bo 
newest arrival, day plus eight. Oh my Alex God. continues to deteriorate despite oral antibiotics. <laughs> Debridement becoming more difficult due to pain intolerance. Post arrival day seventeen. Holy Alex shit, Alex! To hallucinate. He states that he sees and hears things that are clearly non-existent. Neck. He, he's been screaming in his sleep. I have tried my best, but I feel I no. may fail once again to save a comrade. And all I feel is anger for my own ineptitude. No! Oh, no. Matt, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, man. I... Are you right? Well, why, why would you ever write that stuff unless you were trying to help? Did, did they get you? Did, did, they, did they bite you? Are you hurt? I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God, I don't know. Holy shit. Hold on. Let me get cleaning stuff I have. It's just over here. Hold, hold on a minute. Just a minute. Oh, my arm. You son of a bitch! All I wanted to do was help you! I just wanted to redeem myself for David! And you ruined it! You and your stupid radio show and your bullshit! You selfish, selfish asshole! You're the monster! You're the monster! Why don't you save yourself for once? Audio recording. Repeat number four six nine nine zero three. Hey everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Straight On Till Morning. I'm your host, Alex Johnson. If you're hearing this, that means I've discovered a way to pre-record and auto-release a recording in the event that I'm not around to push that big red button. Originally, I thought of this recording as a way to say goodbye, but then I decided, no, you know what? I'm going to use my final recording to do all the things I wanted to do on the air, but never thought I could because of professionalism. First things first, to my downstairs tenant back at home. I haven't been back in, well, months. I'm really sorry about the food I let go bad. I bet that was highly unpleasant for you. Also, you're kind of cool, but in a crunchy granola sort of way. I like that about you. You're all right. All right, now that that's out of the way, I am really excited for you guys. I always wanted to do this. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Straight on till morning. I'm Alex Johnson. And I played some songs that you might like. Farewell, listeners. This is Alex Johnson bringing you your favorite and only ongoing university radio station show. It's straight on till morning on CJKX FM. Audio recording.
Repeat number 469904. Hey everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Straight On Till Morning. I'm your host, Alex Johnson. If you're hearing this, that means I've discovered a way to pre-record and auto-release a recording in the event that I'm not around to push that big red button. Originally, I thought of this recording as a way to say goodbye, but then I decided, no, you know what? I'm going to use my final recording to do all the things I wanted to do on the air, but never thought I could because of professionalism. First things first, to my downstairs tenant back at home. I haven't been back in, well, months. I'm really sorry about the food I let go bad. I bet that was highly unpleasant for you. Also, you're kind of cool, but in a crunchy granola sort of way. I like that about you. You're all right. All right, now that that's out of the way, I am really excited for you guys. I always wanted to do this. Okay, okay. Audio recording. Repeat number four six nine nine zero five.